Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We're excited to be here today with Quincy, better known as Q or Mr. Mind Fetish. Q is a dom living in a dom-sub relationship and having two other subs together with his husband. In this conversation, we speak about how Q got into the whole world of role play, sub and dom games, chastity play, and how they suddenly got two other subs joining their relationship. And so much more. I am Amanda, and this is Playful Podcast. Cheers! Okay. Cheers! It's even rosé. <laughs> yeah, rosé. <gasps> it's my favorite. It's so good. Yeah, I I, 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 I tend to drink champagne more than yeah. But I hope you <laughs> <laughs> more than I should. So lush. Yeah, well, so, you know, <laughs> so lush. Uh, not always, but it, it lately. Yeah, I used to be like a hard alcohol like. Yeah, like vodka. Did you step tequila. up? Step your like step up in life? Mm, because of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I was always there, but I just yeah, maybe maybe so. You have been a lush like uh, exactly. I've always been a little bit extravagant. I think yeah. in that respect. So I think this kind of just goes with and then it's kind of fun because you go to a bar and like yeah like a glass of champagne people are like what especially in texas no yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> texas is beer and tacos. beer and ta- oh yeah <laughs> we're close like to tacos yeah i've never been i really want to go but you yeah. should mm. you should so okay let's take me back okay who was little q Okay, so um, definitely not who. <laughs> okay, well, maybe a little bit of who is sitting here in front of you. Um, so, I, interestingly enough, so yes, I'm from Texas, uh, Dallas, and this whole thing started for me. It was so funny. I, the, uh, Mr. Beads, um, a fetish shop, did an interview with me uh, a couple couple months ago before the holidays, and they were talking about fetishes specifically. So, in particular, I'm I'm wearing leather. So yes, that's kind of. Well, I think my biggest fetish, I would say, as far as that's concerned, amongst is leather. Things. Yeah, as far as the the, the look, uh, the feel, the smell, that kind of thing. Um, obviously, you know, you have rubber, you have bondage, you have all this other stuff that goes in there. I think, but this was like my entry point. So what happened was uh, one Christmas, 
um, my mother and I had bought my dad a leather jacket for Christmas. Nothing, right? Well, anyway, there's this coat closet in our house. So right when you come in the door, we put in this coat closet. And there was nothing else in the coat closet. It was just this jacket. Had a, a bag, a plastic bag around it. And one day, you know, and we just left it there because it was obviously before Christmas. So a few weeks later, I go into the closet. I don't know what I had to get. And I get something. I was like, I like, what is that smell? It was like, because the whole closet smelled exactly like this leather jacket. And I was like, I like you. Yeah, and I was like, I, I like this. And I was like, and I got aroused. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, what? So, like, I got the jacket and I was like, and I was like, oh. And like, something started happening. Then I was like, okay, this is weird. So I closed the door. <laughs> I mean, come on, think about it. You, you, you know, like, I, I had to be like, okay, 13, 14, something like this. So, you know, aware enough of sort of a sexuality, but not anywhere near where we are, especially in Berlin, but not, you know, at the beginning. So uh, over the course of time, I, I, you know, then of course this is, I don't want to date myself, but pre sort of really internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, and then of course, you know, as time goes on, you know, so it's high school, there's college, things begin to progress. I start, you know, you can Google it. Oh, there's people that are, uh, this is okay. So, you know, it progressed, but that's kind of how um, the whole thing started. At least oh, in the beginning. wow. Were you out then? So, we were just talking about this, so it's kind of funny, right? Yeah. So, I guess in when you're into sort of fetish, BDSM, uh, the scene, there's sort of two outs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I was out, but I wasn't out-out. So, yeah. So, I, my parents knew I was gay when I was 16. Um, and they were actually really, really accepting of that. So, nice. that was kind of cool. Um, so, then I think that kind of led the road. So, for easier things, I don't know if they know about this but they're not they yeah yeah are they the open people generally uh, i would say for being texas yes i would say <laughs> my dad probably more than my mother if that's kind of ironic right um but uh but yeah i would say I, i'm trying to think what would my mother say if she saw this she'd probably be like i don't know that's a good point she might be i don't know I, it's funny i never thought about that but uh definitely like accepting but i just don't i'm trying to think what would she say would she be curious or would she say excuse me the champagne <laughs> <laughs> she'd probably say like okay you know it's good for you or something like that there's no telling but yeah. yeah yeah but how did you then move to berlin and why did you move to berlin okay so uh again it's like the out and the out out so if we were at some sort of business meeting, I would say, oh, you know what? Berlin is just an amazing place. It's full of like, you know, great people. It's really diverse. It's a tech hub. You know, there's a lot of interesting things going on. And that's what I tell sort of some people. <laughs> and then the other people, it really is like I moved here for the sex. Like, I'm just going to, like, like I, I knew that sort of the the sex life that I wanted to live and that I uh fantasized about i guess if that's the word was here so i'd been here like 10 times before i moved so i kind of would come twice a year or sometimes even more um and i had experience and i had fun and kind of you know and if you think about it berlin has the about the same reputation it does today as it did in the 20s if you look at like cabaret and all those things where yeah. this was always like the city of the sin city i guess if you will of europe um which i think hasn't changed much um but yeah it's what yeah. clubs did you go to then Probably the same ones that everybody. So, you know, there was, uh, oh, God, let's see. Of course, there was Bergheim. Of course, there was Kit Kat. Um, Heronzana was Heronzana, but the, it was at a tiny place in our country. It wasn't at Trezor then. Um, it used to be a party called Members that I used to absolutely love. Um, it was, 
obviously snacks, which is a big deal, even though I don't go much anymore. Maybe this year I'll go. I'm thinking about it. Um, where else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Was Torture Garden there or Club Verboten there? Or so many new things have kind of yeah. popped up. But yeah. It's hard to maybe keep track Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, was there, could you sense the shift? Like this is something else. Yeah. So for me, uh, it was always real. In Berlin. So when you come from the States, so, you know, there's certain things you can go, like you can go to San Francisco, which is a little bit kinky. Uh, sometimes they have like Folsom and there's a couple other parties and there's like a fetish ball that happens in Los Angeles. But to me, it was always like the Hollywood version of fetish. So it was like beautiful people and beautiful costumes, but it was a little bit more like eyes wide shut, oh, I guess. It's only accessible to beautiful no 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 not not from the accessibility standpoint but just sort of the it's not it wasn't really real it was like people who were dressing up for this night and, and this is my opinion so i think but i, I know it. I, I can, yeah and, and yeah and, and it's like they would go and they would like pretend to be but a show no, exactly it, that's exactly what it was it was a show and i think because it was a show i think the the thing that i noticed most about uh berlin was that it just seemed authentic It seemed like these people were here and that they wanted, um, yeah, they were wanting this. Like, and it never ceases to amaze me the way that people in Berlin um, ask for what they want, men and women. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that way. And I think, I, I don't know of another city Sooner or later. <laughs> Sooner or later. And I don't know of another city where, where people are like this, though. So I think that makes it real, or makes mm. the scene real. So were you always... Like you, you were speaking about the time when you opened the wardrobe and you right. got the smell of leather. But were you always a feeling that you had a dominant side? Yes, always. Now this is something that's interesting. So if you if you think even back to like the playground, right? So you know if you think about like all the little kids and you know going to play, I was like, hey, you do this, <laughs> you're gonna be this. Like I was always assigning the roles. You know, I'm I was gonna like, demand you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like okay, well, I'm gonna do this and you're gonna do this because I said do this. So it was, it was, it, it's my personality. It, it really is, always. And so I didn't necessarily know it was sort of a dom sub scenario, or I didn't know that it was necessarily a pleasure derivative, if that makes sense. But yeah, but I've always been that person. And I'm still a little bit that person uh, in and out of the scene. So I'm always like, no, you do this. And, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit um, not in the scene, a little bit I, less demanding, if you will. But yeah, I think it's it's one of those roles. And even now, when I look at, at Instagram or social media and I meet uh, younger guys or girls from from everywhere, it seems like they have developed this quite early. Yeah, it's it's quite young mm. that they have decided which interesting role they go into. But how did you then first start to like play with it? So I have a husband. Since how many years? Uh six years. And it was him. So <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh we funny enough, the very first night. I moved into my apartment here in Berlin. I met him. So uh, we were out, or I was out, and uh, I walked into this little fetish bar. And I love that little fetish well, bar. Well, it was a little <laughs> fetish bar. Uh, well, okay, okay. If I tell you the, the whole story, which might be a bit long, but I'll try to get through it quickly. I was at one bar, and it was dead. And it was like naked night. 
And obviously, if I'm wearing leather, like that's I like to see other people in fetish where this latex wear. So I was like, oh, fuck. But I'm here. So about like an hour into it, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to go. So I'm leaving. So I walk over to another fetish bar. And as I'm walking, this guy walks in front of me. And he walks in front of me. He had tight leather jeans on. He had a black hoodie, but the hood was up. So I didn't see his face. I just sort of felt him as he, like I was walking. And he he crossed the street, like right, you know, in front of me. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going where I'm going. So I was like, hopefully. So he was walking fast. So I was like, okay, I walk a little faster. So I sped up. And so my my idea was, I said, well, you know, as you get closer to the door, you have to ring a buzzer. So I said, well, when he opens the door, obviously your natural instinct is to look back. So he'll look back. And when he does, I'll see, you know, his face. So the game plan worked. And uh, I was like, fuck. It's like, okay, he's good looking. I was like, okay. So, of course, he, I guess, knew the people there. So there was like a small line, like maybe three or four people to, to pay and get in. So he just went right in. So me, I was like, oh, no, 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 you're not getting it. So I kind of hopped out the line. I was like, hey, what are you drinking? I was like, stay right here. I'll buy you a drink. Just think about what you're having. Let me pay for what, I, you know, pay and, and then I'll, yeah, and the rest is kind of kind of history. What, what if he wouldn't have worn leather pants? Imagine. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's something about him that it was his, pre- it was the whole package, but his aura, his, like, yeah, he could have plus or minus the leather pants at that point, but, uh, yeah, it was just sort of his aura that I was like, okay. And back to your earlier question, at the time, he said, um, we, we, we had a good time. We were hanging out. And he was like, well, I'm looking for a master. I was like, hmm, okay. And I was like, well, in my head, I'd had this rule. And I said, I'm moving to Berlin, and you don't move to a new city with old habits or an old attitude. So I love that. <laughs> well, you, you shouldn't do anything. To discover something about Absolutely. Yourself. But yeah. even when traveling, you should never, like, never do the same. So I said, so I kind of, I don't remember, it was this crazy movie, and I don't remember the type, where he, he said yes to everything. So that was sort of my idea. Nothing dangerous or anything like that, because I know some people could say that, and, okay, but within reason. So when he said it, I, said, I had to think about it, and I said, Okay, because I, I didn't really have the experience. I, I'd sort of fantasized about it. Yes, I'd been sort of dominant with people with like, you know, hookups or sort of uh, a little bit uh, S&M relationships, but nothing on a sort of a full time basis. Like and and remember, I'm now in Berlin where everything is real. So I'm coming from like a make believe kind of fantasy world into. And again, we talked about people asking for what they want. So I was like, fuck, can I can I live up to it? Can I do it? I was like, fuck, yeah, you can do it. So I was like, OK, let's do it. Yes, it could be intimidating. It could be. It could. And especially him, because he was so yeah, yeah confident about what he wanted at the time. And um, a confident sub. Completely. And good looking. Now, there's not to say that I hadn't been asked this question many times before. And and definitely, you know, it goes in the variety. But for me, and it had never been, it had never been, I'd never been asked of someone that I was actually interested in, if that makes sense. So when you're interested in the person, it, it makes, it changes the dynamic a little bit. You're like, hmm, okay. Okay. So I said, yeah. So basically, um, we did, uh, and we lived a complete sort of S&M relationship for six months. So for six months, it was a protocol in place every time he visited, or it was certain things and certain rules, and, and all was engaged. And then after six months, 
<laughs> we'll get to that. I was tired. I, I just was like, I, I wasn't so tired of it. I just, I was like, okay, I'm ready just for a new experience, which this theme repeats later. We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, and so I kind of called it off. And then ironically enough, we didn't talk for about three months, maybe more or less, could be a little less. So one day I'm eating, uh, I'm having dinner with my best friend. And uh, he's like, yeah, where's, you know, where is he? And I said, you know, I don't know. I said, I haven't talked to him in a while. He said, well, you know you like him, so why don't you call him? And I said, yeah, but, I, you know, we kind of had a thing and, yeah, you know. So I had had a, <laughs> had a few margaritas <laughs> at the time. So he was like, uh, call him. So anyway, I, I said, okay, fuck it, why not? So I called him. So I still to this day, we laugh about this because I don't know how he happened to be in the area where we were having dinner and he shows up like 10 minutes later. And I was like, okay. And, um, we're having drinks. And he says, well, I, you two have the hot seats. So why don't you just admit it? You just, you just like each other. And so then it kind of like in a dramatic kind of crescendo moment, we both kind of like, oh yeah, we, we kind of are interested in each other. And then of course we decided to sort of have a relationship. Then it failed. And I'll explain. So, in our heads, we had had a complete sort of dom-sub relationship. And now we were partaking on a relationship. Can I say normal? Is that yeah. a good word? You know, yeah, a normal yeah. hetero or homonormative yeah, relationship. So I'll never forget. So we go to, okay, so we go to see a movie. And we like hold hands in the movie theater. And we like touch each other. And we get home and it's the worst sex we've ever had. And then the next day we like go to brunch and we're trying to like sit in there and it's like worse sex. And he's like, on Sunday, he's like, you want to go to Bearheim? I was like, actually, yeah. And it's like, it was so funny because in those two days that we tried to fit ourselves into what we thought was supposed to be this normal, it, it completely failed, which oh, is kind of ironic. And you were the, playing a role you co- were not. Correct. We were both playing like some made up make-believe role that you're supposed to have going into a relationship, oh, which I think a lot yeah, of people do, yeah, ironically enough. So. But it, it 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 happened to us. And then, of course, we went to Bear Time, we were dancing, and then we like, let our hair down, and then we're like, why did we do that other stuff? It's like, that's yeah. not who we, we are. But yeah, so oh. case in point. And then from there, your roles evolved. Correct. And it was interesting. It's a rocky road for then. Because at that point, you you go from dating someone who is, by choice, a submissive. And there's a sort of one-way flow of information, communication, sexuality, all this kind of stuff. To a point where you, you, balance, you, you want more of a balance of a 50-50. And so it's a little bit you know, uh, jarring at first, but yeah, but it, it, it lasted, you know, after, after a few months, it was pretty normal in that respect. How is, what is normal? Okay. Good point. So I would say normal. It's just that it, it, that was something I would say relegated to sort of sex and sex fantasies and not necessarily everyday life. Ah, okay. But today, would you say it's 24 seven? Oh no. No, 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 no. But so we, <laughs> okay, so evolution. Um, we do have two submissives now. Ah, you have them. Both of you have them. Both of us have them. Ah, yes, okay. they're 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 she. <laughs> yeah. So so one is pseudo twenty four seven, and the reason I say pseudo because he doesn't live with us, although he only lives six buildings down on the same street. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it is perfect. And then the other one lives away completely. And so he comes in a few weekends, um, a year, a few months in. And yeah, so that's how that kind of How does up. that look like? Like, how does it work? A normal day. Uh, or a weekend, normal weekend. Yes, okay. Because <laughs> this is what this is what I was saying. I think for us, the 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 thing is because in, in real, we both um, have full time jobs that have nothing to do with sort of S and M dominant sex or anything. It's just kind of regular jobs. And um, and I think for us, we're both so sort of um, work motivated that. It's kind of hard. It would. It, it's hard for twenty four seven because by the time you you do your normal shit, okay, you eat, you dim, you work, you home dinner, like go shopping, blah. blah, yeah, blah. yeah, it's like what's left um, after that. So I think for us, it, it tends to work better, sort of that Thursday night, Friday till Sunday mm-hmm. kind of thing, because then you can have a little bit more time to think it through and think about it. And they're hard work. Yeah, submissives okay. are oh. this you mentioned i want to know yeah yes yeah. because so, you 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 think like some people uh say that it makes life easier like they can do the grocery shopping they can clean the house they can but i want to hear what's okay. the beside <laughs> beside <laughs> all this correct so it's it's um I'm trying to think how to, and, and I thought about this, but I'm trying to think how to, what's the best way to say it? It seems easier at first. So let me explain. So let's say you have a choice, right? You can do the dishes. Are you saying, you know, no, I'm going to have the submissive do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you do the dishes, you would do the dishes, turn off the kitchen light and go to bed. Don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. If the submissive does the dishes, because there's certain protocols in place, so he's already defined, so what he's wearing is already decided, how he looks is already decided, what's already decided, then what if he messes up? So then you need to think of a punishment. But it has to be a punishment that's actually a punishment because certain punishments they actually like. So it can't be spanking because they they like this. So this is this can't be a punishment. It can't be bondage because they like this. So it has to be a real punishment. So not only do you have to be thinking like, okay, well, is he going to do a good job? Is he not going to do a good job? If he doesn't do a good job, what? because everything is based on these protocols. So if something happens and you don't correct it, then they think they got away with it, which then diminishes the authority in the relationship so you see everything's like you have to have everything really 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 thought through so that's what that's why it makes it a little bit more challenging and you can maybe not do the same punishment every time no 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 so i I thought about this so i was thinking sort of like i was thinking how would uh on the way here i was kind of had this funny idea and i said okay you could say okay submissive write down 10 punishments that go in order of like severity from like one to 10, put them on individual postcards, then send them to me. Let me pick the one that I can. But even then it would take mental power for you to think that, say it, have it written, go through, sit there, organize, decide which one. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's just the extra because, because most submissives, they, their whole role in being a submissive is sort of there to sort of be told to, and it, it, and it's there for your pleasure, but it's also their pleasure. So it's like this two way street. Yeah, pleasure yeah. is derived from like different ends of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, so that's why I said it's a little bit more 
complex than okay, that. Okay, but if if you let me know what the pleasure because you do have two subs Correct. right now. Correct. So what is the pro side of it? Ooh. <laughs> I can't believe this is a hard question. <laughs> well, yeah, um yeah, let me think. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, there, there are pro sides. So um, yeah, they're gonna watch this. <laughs> I know. So you know, I'm, I'm like thinking about everyone's gonna watch this and like, damn, what is he like expecting? Um, no. So, so, so don't get me wrong. So all the sort of is uh, he hearing with this word normal again? But the expected sort of so any sort of sexual behavior, any sort of like cleaning behavior, any all those things are sort of there. But what I think most people don't realize is there's like a lot of like back work and underwork and homework. So it's two way street, right? So if you're submissive and you have a dom and every time he's giving you the same things and you're doing the same things, then you're gonna get bored and pretty soon you're gonna be like, "What is this?" Yeah, yeah. So it's one thing to say you have a submissive. It's one thing that you know if you have two sort of happy long-term submissive because you know it, it's it's effort and work put in both situations now to to argue this point i'm sure any submissive would sit here and say yes but it's more work you know and, and i get that and it could be more physical work i definitely think it is it's uh in that respect uh of course but i think we as or at least me as as being more of a dominant has more mental work to do in that respect to keep the to keep the sub intro because you're driving everything so if if you want to go out for the weekend, then you're telling him what to wear. You're telling him what time to be there. You're telling him what haircut to have. You're telling him how what the oh, protocol is. You're so much work. Yeah. So they yeah. ask you what haircut they're gonna have if they're good. Yeah. Oh, if they're good. Because, so you want to right because them. because at the end of the day, it's it's that's the whole dynamic of it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like yeah lot. yeah so it's like having a baby. I didn't want to use that analogy. <laughs> I thought about this. I did think about that. But I, yeah, I, I I don't have kids, but I would assume it's a little bit like that. Like I have friends with them and I see what they go through. But, but yeah, it's I, yes and no. In the, in the responsibility, yes. <laughs> I have friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> with them, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah. yeah. No children for me. No. No. No, 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 no. My, my, my husband used to want children, and I kind of came around to the idea. And just as I was getting around to the idea, he was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's me anymore. I was like, fuck you. Yes, no need to force anything yeah. then. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Or like, it's also like refreshing with people who choose to not have children. That's also part of why I like Berlin, because there's not the pressure. Correct. Correct. Because there Correct. is such a pressure. Although I do have a friend who has a child and one on the way, and they still go to BearCon. I mean, yes, they yeah. are amazing. <laughs> no, they are I, and amazing I'm always families. joking about like I'm like yeah, I'm no like, kinder wagons at BearCon. Yeah, 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 and I really yeah. admire. But it's still, it's definitely uh, that's something you see here. A hundred percent. In the hometown. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's a whole nother, mm. a whole nother interest. So feeling like ha- having children here, it feels more appealing, I guess. Yeah, I guess if I had to, yeah. 
<laughs> if it was between your husband and like yeah, a hundred percent, or or if like I was the last means for the human race to go forward. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm not even sure that they should. You know, it's like one of those things. Like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but uh, can I ask? Do you because it feels like you are a playful couple? Yeah. And uh, do you guys then go out the four of you? Like we, we let's go back to the how does a normal weekend okay. look like? Because I just want to picture it. Should so, I give you? Should I give you a little? Oh yeah, yeah. let's have a little. Uh, <laughs> we might as well, right? Oh oh, oh shit! Yeah, good. Thank you so much. Okay, so yes, the four of us. This has happened on a normal weekend. So, for instance, do you know Whole Festival? Yeah. Okay, so we we went all four of us. Oh wow! To Whole Festival. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, so anyway, okay. So so back to your question. Okay, let's go back to normal. How, but first, how was uh, the four of you? Was there any drama, or was it no. smooth and fun and completely, just like easy peasy? Completely, completely. So it's better yeah. to have the subs in official areas than home. Yes, <laughs> and and I have one additional for you. Each sub has a boyfriend, which is also important. They didn't come. No. Maybe it would have been more fun with it. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Uh, well, okay. So, uh, my husband actually is the one who kind of had this idea. And I, and I actually now, I co-sign on it. When they're with us, and I think it's this, I've sort of found this to be true of most uh, S&M dynamics. You're, they're coming to you for one thing, a thing. And... For some reason, it's a thing that they can't get from their partner. But you find this a lot, even in, in hetero uh, sort of dom-sub relationships, like, uh, or in movies, you, you often see this. It's like something that they, you know, they can't get at home, per se. So my partner and I, or my husband and I, should I say, really do sort of protect our, our own intimacy. So we, we still have this. This is fun for us. It's playful. As, yeah. as, this is some like a, a exploration for us. This is, um, you know, some people play, you know, Sony PlayStation. We go out and play this, you know. Um, but it's interesting because that way when they're with us, they're with us for this particular thing. So we're not there for emotional support. We're not there for cuddling. We're not there to talk about how they are after work. We're not there to talk about their promotion or, you know, or their jobs. We're not there to talk about yeah. family, all that. That goes with their partners. So it's a clear division, which yeah. I think has really helped. So I think going forward, I don't want any more. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. For submissives at this point, but I think if because I, you are tired, I am. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I would never, I not not never, but I think I like the fact, I don't know if, if he was, if they were single, if I, if it would go so smoothly. Mm-hmm. More work if they're single, then, then they expect it all from you. Correct. Uh, And it's not something that you can provide. Okay. 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 We go back to Thursday <laughs> evening. Okay. Yeah. The subs arrive. Yes. So. Um, one only six blocks away and one travels. Correct. So this has happened numerous times. So what, what usually happens is um, we usually pick the one up at the airport. And usually, you know, Berlin has several S&M apartments that you can rent for the weekend, which we have done this sometimes and sometimes it's at our house. We have quite a, an extensive setup. So basically we pick him up at the airport. And from that moment, he knows like exactly the roles and responsibility. And then it, it can range. So there have been times when we've picked him up at the airport. We go home. There's certain there's protocols. There's fun. It's all this. And then we will go out to bars or fetish clubs. And they're like they have to go. Like one time we actually went to Cocktail de More. And they were wearing collars. And I had them all on leashes. And The three of them. The two of them. Uh, the two of them. So not your husband. Not the husband. No, at this point he's he's more on my side. And okay, then, okay, yeah. Okay. No, no, he can be sometimes. But, but no, I think he's. Ironically, he's grown out of it. Oh, okay. He's yeah. he's switched yeah. now. So which is but but that's him. He's yeah, a yeah. he's a shapeshifter. He's always going. Um, but yeah, and so we had them all on leashes and we walked in and that's kind of how they were the whole night with them on leashes and they couldn't go too far. And then of course then people always ask, Oh, well, can I do this? I mean, yeah, if we feel like it, you can do this or take them to that or yeah. So it's just kind of fun so in that fun. respect. What club? I'll cook the level. Yeah, yeah, well this was well, this was at Grease Mule. Oh, the know, old one. The old one, oh, which you know wow. is yeah, it's not yeah. So sweet. Yeah, yeah. I miss that place, but yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> But but yeah, so um, from there, it, of course, you know, then we're home together. Now, for us, we have um, a hierarchy in that. So the one that the slave that comes in is an alpha sub over the one that lives here. So there's sort of a, a hierarchy of command there, right. which helps. So, yeah. Okay. But then when you come back from the club. Yes. Because at the club, it's pretty obvious. It's fun. It's pl- like correct. You know? It's it's very playful. It's a little bit show, you know. Exactly. Just, yeah, just and it's like building up the 100%. sexual energy. Yes. And yes, then yes. when you come home, yeah, that's when all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how graphic? I mean, it, yeah. If if you can think of it, it probably has has happened at certain point. Like like, but but I I think just sort of the general. There's no there's uh, my husband and I are sort of a, a team. If you kind of like we tag team, you can tap in, tap out. I mean, there has been times when I've like had to tap and say, guys, I'm going to bed and I'll go take a nap and I wake up and they're all still in the playroom. Like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm back. Oh, wow. So he's like, now it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or he, yeah, he can continue or not continue or yeah. But that, uh, I mean, but, but with that being said, um, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm thinking more so because at some point you will get a little bit tired, a little bit hungry. Yes. You know, I'm just interested in those dynamics too. Like, okay. does one of them just go shop for breakfast? Plan like. So 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 yes, but all of this is like pre pre planned. Ah, that's smart. Yeah, you have. That's a life hack, no? Yeah, yeah but but come on, you can't. Do you have a schedule. Yeah, because think oh. about it. You can't be like dressed all in this and like, oh, it's three thirty on Saturday. We got to go to the Lidl or to Rava, you know, before like, and you know, and and your full. Yeah, no, this. I mean, you could, but no. So it's kind of all pre one. So of course, the the sub that lives here is responsible for sort of all preparations, like getting everything prepared. Um, there's no schedule, sort of like what time we eat or whatever, but he, it's his responsibility to make sure that there's plenty of food, there's Gatorades, bananas, there's all the kind of fun stuff that you would need. Um, and then, of course, the bananas, the fun stuff. Yeah, well, you okay, know, the sorry. juice, the muffins, the croissants, you know, no one's eating like full, you know, no, chicken you're, teriyaki. you're in party mood. A hundred percent. So I think, you know, and, and with that, so it's sort of his responsibility in that respect. And then, of course, then the alpha will come in. And then, of course, you know, if we're hungry, then the alpha will make sure that everything's prepared and everything's done. But, of course, there's that playful element, right? So, of course, it's, I think the the interesting thing, there's nothing that's really ever cut and dry. So, it's not like, okay, sub, go cook my meal. So, let me just walk you through, like, a, a specific day, right? A, a protocol, is it's called. So, protocol is very important in the, in the dom-sub relationship. And basically, what this means is this is just a sort of certain behaviors or rules around behavior um that dictate your interaction so for instance the submissive that lives on the same street from us anytime that he comes to our place he has to have a, a rubber jock he has to have what his, rubber uh jock strap um so and then he 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 wears a cock cage yeah so oh, so that's all very interesting right because that's a for him um Just, that's very important so he really wears it chastity. yeah chastity exactly Chast- male chastity yeah chastity. and so we have the key um obviously when he travels for work he can have the key to take it off but he's so into it that he usually will take have the key take it off to go to security and then put it right back on to get oh. to continue um but he journey. doesn't wear it in this other relationship that he's owned by you the reason I'm pausing is because yeah. I do believe in the beginning he did. Oh. And this annoyed the boyfriend. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait a minute. I think, and I, I'd, I think because they, he, the, he and the boyfriend don't live together. So I think the the rule is, and I think he, and he worked the rule out with the husband, but I think the rule is that anytime his boyfriend is present, his boyfriend takes precedent, which should. Mm. So then he 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 should He's diminish yeah, yeah all these protocols. But um, can you it, tell me a little bit more about chastity and chastity play? Yes. Because uh, this is actually something people have been requesting. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So basically, um, it... it I guess because there's there's female chastity and male chastity, um, but basically he is not allowed to use his penis um, for any sort of sexual pleasure because the the cock cage correct. So the cock cage um, obviously it allows you to go to the bathroom and do that, but and wash you know. But uh, other than that, that's about it. Because if you get hard, it hurts. Mm. 
So it it's, can be spikes also. It can be. This is a this does that not have spikes. Yeah, that's a whole other. Oh, I think. Like, hmm. Okay, we know if you had someone wearing a cock cage, I should let him know that actually. Um, <laughs> I've only seen. I haven't tried. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. But it basically because uh, it it constricts. There's actually sort of levels to you can do it. So there's some that are literally just sort of the cage itself. Then you can get smaller cages so that obviously it kind of goes. And then there's actually an inverted that actually pushes it in so that it's kind of not even there. That's a bit extreme, but that's they are sort of these levels of of this sort of chastity. Um, it's in? So, so it just pushes it in. So yeah. it's not really. So it's like. Yeah, like like squeezed, squeezed way in there. And that must hurt, yeah. Not when it's soft. No. So when it's soft, it's like it's just hanging there. So yeah, it's just like if the person were to get hard. But the 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 idea behind this is that you not only control sort of the the person, but you're controlling the inner course of the thoughts of the person. So the person is only allowed to uh, have an erection or an ejaculation when you say so. The person's not actually even allowed to get pleasure from that area. So basically, some in this particular sub, yeah, he sometimes wants to come, but um, basically, you you use it as a sort of a programming mechanism to say, and and it kind of it, it does. So even as human beings, all of a sudden, if you like, um, I don't know if you're left-handed or right-handed, but let's say whichever one you are, if you t- if you tie that hand behind your back for several years and you made yourself learn to write with the other hand, it is possible. So it's just sort of turning uh, the... Um, forcing to control the mind. Yes, and forcing and- to control that section mm-hmm. of your sexuality. Because obviously we know with the human body, there's erogenous zones in many ways to get sexual pleasure, not only from the vagina or the actual penis. So yeah. this is sort of a teaching of the submissive that you can derive sexual pleasure of other places of your body that I see fit. But mm-hmm. it's also a good tool um, because it's, it's, a, it's a training apparatus. So if you do really good and you do everything to my liking and I'm in a good mood, then you might be able to come. Uh-huh. And that's the nirvana. Yes. <laughs> so so, so it, I, I hate to say yes because there's sort of spectrums of it. So this particular sub, yes, his thing is control. He loves to be controlled. Mm-hmm. So we have cameras in his in his flat in at, his flat yes oh wow and so at any time this is a 24 7 yes game. Yeah. yes but virtually yeah virtually okay, so at any moment we can say okay what are you doing and we can look and okay we can see he's going from the bedroom where's the camps the uh so there's three there's a kitchen and there's a living room we do not put one in the bedroom because that's for him and the boyfriend say and oh, okay. they're not on when the boyfriend's there so he covers them up and he knows. So it's like he just, they're small. So you just put like a little cup over them. And that's that. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. yeah, so it's, so, so that's what I'm saying. So 24 seven is sort of hard. Yeah, it is. You get what I'm saying? So I was actually thinking about that. And when you said, I was like, you know, I was like, think of one thing that we do 24 seven. Yeah, nothing. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> and, 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 but, but on that, there's really, so it's, it's really difficult. And, um, <clears throat> You know, I always see, you know, on social media online that there's people that have that. And maybe for their life, they can. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I have a, I have a lot of uh, friends, both in the, the BDSM fetish world and not, that, you know, they can, es- this is an escape. Mm. So most 
of the people that I know don't want this 24-7 because then it becomes the norm. Because at the end of the day, this is the, something you can refuge into. This is an escape. It's, it's a game to be played. Yeah. And, you know, you can have your favorite toy in the world and you play with it every day pretty no, soon. it's not fun. <laughs> pretty soon it's going to lose its... So, wah, wah. so the chastity, for example, is not something he has at work? Mm-hmm. Oh, but he, oh, no. okay, he enjoys it 24-7. 24-7. Okay. 24-7. So there, there's even ways, um, well, I guess we can talk about this. Um, there's even ways that he can come with it on. That he figured out or that everyone knows? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people who are into testing know. So basically, it's it's a vibrator. So if the chest you, is vibrating, no, no. If you so the chest is a cage, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you hold it against the chest, it's yeah. and eventually oh, yeah. you will have uh, a jack. So so there are times when he uh, the submissive is like, oh, master is like, you know, I I'm, I I can I really come and and we don't have time, and it's oh well, you know, can I can I use the vibrator? It's okay, yes, for this time you have permission the vibrator. to use the vibrator too. And what kind of vibrator is it? Actually, the magic wand—it works the best. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I you, know, you know the magic wand exactly, <laughs> and it has attachments. But you don't need the attachment; it's just literally, like, if you think about it, if you hold it against the bottle, it's gonna hit it really fast. Yeah. And of course, that stimulation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is so interesting. <laughs> but this is only one of yourselves who is wearing this. Correct. The other one is so so submissives are. Or, or, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, people, like, have certain, th- like, so not, it, it's no blanket, you know. So the other submissive is much more into um, being used <laughs> as an object or, all like, right. a sex object. Or he loves being told what to do, how to do, who to do, all for the pleasure of the master. But, but he himself wants to be used and, okay, not necessarily abused, but just, just yet, yeah, like, He's here for your enjoyment. So you said who also. So does he enjoy you saying, telling him, for example, when you're out at a club, you are going to do this person then? Absolutely. And he doesn't know who it's going to oh, be. Oh, he loves it. Oh, yeah? He absolutely loves it. He um, Sometimes he can't even see them. Ah, he is blindfolded. Yeah. Sometimes ah. I'll have a mask on him and I'll just have him there and somebody's like, yeah, you want? Yeah, okay, go for it. Uh, Okay, (laughs) I'm thinking immediately, this is such a weird thing to think about, I guess, but that there is so much like also on the psychological side of this. Uh, I would say before you even finish, 90% is psychological. Yeah, but beside that, I'm also thinking because there is so much also shame and guilt when it comes to sex, Mm. you know, this part of it. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, I, I mean... I don't know how much uh, male people feel when it comes to this slut-shaming part of it, but it's definitely something I started to think about recently again. Really? Yeah. That I was like, oh, wow, I wonder if I still have something of that inside of me where I feel like, you know... (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because the, the submissive that we're talking about has no 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 he, he 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 if he when he sees this he's gonna like take like a like he's gonna right. stand proud like he has no shame when it comes to I this love that. which is what makes him like go for it 
Okay. Like, yeah. And and don't get me wrong, because, you know, when 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 he has been thoroughly used and like completely, <laughs> then he gets sent home to his lo- lover, which we, you know, we talk, say, you know, he's fine. You know, we did. Because it's very you secure. Oh, that's oh, so nice. Abso- I was going to say that. It's Absolutely. So, nice. so when he arrives, like, we always text the partner, like, yep, he's here. You know, he's having a good time and blah, blah, blah. Because for him to text the partner, which he does sometimes, but it, it takes him out of the fantasy. Exactly. So he trusts us enough and that we care about him enough that we will just keep the partner um, updates. Yep, he's doing good. He's just eating, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he can text him or something and talk not. But yeah, it's just so that the partner knows that everything's fine. And like, he's like, yeah, just just send him home when he's, you know. And and his partner, you know, he likes it. It's interesting that this fact, because yesterday, my husband and I were both watching some new series on Netflix. And I, I have no idea what it's called, but it was about sexism. And it's a Spanish series that, funny enough, because we have it, the English uh, titles and and Netflix. And it poses the question about, like, um, open relationships and how... In Netflix? That, on Netflix. What's the name you said? Oh, uh, whatever. I, I can't... Interesting. It's something about sexism. Or some... Uh, I'll have to admit, I will text you when I'm yes, home so you can, okay. Um, but anyway, it was it was just talking about that. And it was it was interesting because in that there's uh a lady who's re- basically it's kind of a joke. So this man is gonna ask her to marry him. And the same night he has like the ring like in a little piece of like cake and he's like waiting for it. And she's like, Yes, she's like, Well, I'm glad you wanted to talk. She's like, I think we should have an open relationship. And he like, like like chokes Where up. Where did this come yeah, from? Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. She's like, I think we should go out and we should have as much sex with this. And he's like, but, 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 but. And it was so funny because it's sort of like what you were talking about. It's this opposite now that has come into. So I, I don't know if slut shaming. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, because there's it, it, it's definitely something that I know as a teenager I thought. Oh God, we but, all did. Yeah, did you yeah, also do? We we all did. Yeah. Even I mean, there there are times even when I had first moved to Berlin that I was like, okay, this is a bit much. <laughs> yeah. And then I would meet people, and I was like, I'm doing nothing. So you know, because in Berlin, yeah. there's always like this thing. Even if you think you're like here, there's always people who are like, you know, steps ahead. But um, steps ahead. Yeah, yeah always. That's definitely. It. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to feel mellow. <laughs> At any point, right in Berlin, you can you can feel mellow. But I definitely I don't know. I think also I think that the the new generation or you know people now, I don't think they have this anymore. I hope so. Yeah, I don't think so. I hope so. I really I really think that the majority of don't get me wrong. Yeah. And some you know we're in a big city, so if you're in a small town and you yeah okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I think the the majority of people like like minded people that live in a metropolitan area. No, I think I think this doesn't exist anymore. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Let me see where I'm at. I, f- I feel like I feel so uh, nurtured by this conversation. Really? Yes, okay. I love it. Okay. This is what I live for. Okay. <laughs> this is true. I feel life. <laughs> well, good. Well, it, it's interesting because it, I, I I love having these conversations and I don't get to, like I said, I don't have the, I, I mean, I, I've never sat with a microphone and a camera. Yeah. Oh, you do it so naturally. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's like you were born a movie star. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. What am I going to ask next? 
Yes, can you uh, take me through um, the kind of BDSM scene and play scene in Berlin and how you believe that differs to other oh, cities? Okay. Do you always feel safe, for example? Okay, I have a very funny story uh, about that. So the question is, yes, I did, and I still do. However, I last year, like no uh, midsummer, I was at Gagan. True fact. It was yeah, at RSL. Last summer, yeah. Yeah, last summer. And I'm there with all my friends, and I'm having a good time because... It was kind of like, a, it was the first time at RSO and it was just our first party in a while. And so I was gun ho. I was like super excited to be there. And I'm there with all our friends and it's late now. So don't get me wrong, it's probably nine. Okay, that's probably not late by Berlin standards, right? I know you're laughing still, at me. No, no, okay, no, you're right. no, no, no. I, yeah. I love that, that it's not late. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, so, for so, me, so. I'm like, uh, I'm mellow. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so it's 9 a.m. And so I'm sitting, so I was there with about maybe 10 people and Everyone was. Everyone had left essentially, except for me and our friend Chris, who, because of the story, I'm just gonna say is is hetero. Or hetero. I, I don't know if he likes that word, but hetero flexible in that mm-hmm, respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting. We're like totally sitting there. We're just sitting there. We're like drinking, and all of a sudden, security comes up. And he says, "Hey, you, you two, you gotta go." And I'm thinking he's joking. I'm like, me. He's like, yeah, 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 you too. You you have to leave the club. And I'm like, what? I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's I'm not like, closed yet. Right. I'm like, <laughs> it's, the party's not over. It's not closed. He's like, no, no. It's like, you you got to come with us. You got to come with us. So anyway, so we, I was like, okay. And, you know, music styles, I, I couldn't really hear. So I was like, okay, you know, so we'll go with you. So we get to the front and I, I see a friend. I'm like talking to the friend. He's like, no, no, no you got to go now. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, hold, hold. This isn't going like this. He's like, no, you have to go now. I said, First, so then I, 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 I'm switching now because then I got very sort of aggressive about it. So then I go to the front and a friend of mine who works there, she's like, yeah, what's going on? And I was like, I have no clue. She's like, wait here. So I'm like, okay. So they come back and they, they were talking for a second. And so she comes back, she goes, so here's the situation. She was like, some guy said that you touched them inappropriately. And I was like, What? <laughs> And she was like, yes. So I was like, okay. I was like, well, where's the guy? She was like, well, because of like, you know, the zero tolerance, we can't show you the guy. And, you know, because of this zero tolerance rule, we we have to ask you to leave. And she was like heartbroken because I know her and she knows me. And I was like, but this isn't true. And she's like, yes, she goes, I, so she goes, okay, wait. So then she goes back and she was like talking. She's like, yes. She's like, well, apparently you were on this dance floor and you walked up and you grabbed his dick. Can you say dick? I guess you yeah, said dick. Yeah, yeah. I was like, do you know me? First of all, I'm never grabbing anybody's dick. I would grab an ass before you, I grab a dick. But I'm not. You three subs. Right. <laughs> thank, thank you. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah. And so anyway, I left and, uh, it just sort of it that stayed with me a little bit, yeah. Because Gagan, did you have it, so you left? Yeah, so we left. We didn't. Do you we have didn't, any haters? Who did? Well, so so come to find out, there there. So 
because I know the security guard. So we end up running into her at Whole Festival. Anyway, long story short. But apparently this guy had gone around and just picked random people that he was like, yeah, that guy touched me. And so they, and so finally I was like the third one. And then by the time he did it again, the security had realized like, wait a minute, guy, you, all these people can't be. So he was just in the club, some random, and I hate to say hetero, because he was some random hetero, which, which is the, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of sad because, you know, Gagan is supposed to be this space for, for queer or open-minded individuals. And I get it. And I think it is for the most part. And, and, and by no means, I'm sure the people are going to listen to this podcast. Go, I will go again. This can happen anywhere. Um, but because of this, this sort of hetero guy had this vendetta against, and, and my friend actually said he did it to any guy who looked better than him. Which I kind of took that as a compliment. Yeah, I mean, you know. So it's like he wanted to like, he wanted right. to get rid of all the competition, but I was like, but dude, there's no competition. But still, how perfect. Yeah. So so then you asked me, do I feel safe? So it was uh, it shook me a minute actually. It's yeah. like how am I like uh, a gay man like going into a place that I thought was for us, but yet I'm getting expelled because another guy says that I've done something. But then I asked myself the question: So if I were a girl and someone had touched me, then this zero po- this zero tolerance policy should affect, should be in effect. Mm, Even if I was a guy. So there was actually a time that my, my husband and I were at Kit Kat, and he was wearing chaps. So, you know, they're open in the front and at the back. And this girl kept grabbing his ass. And he asked her once to stop. Tourist. Yeah. <laughs> I know your face. She, he asked her again, stop. Third time, he just went and got security, and they told her out. So, again, it does work both ways, but I get it. But it was just the first time that I had ever felt unsafe in a in a space in Berlin. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. interesting, right? But Very other than that, other than that, yes, there there's I I'm completely safe. It was so funny because um there's ironically that night I met a girl. And I met the girl because I was with my friend and I was kind of flirting with her for him. So we exchanged Instagrams and come to find out she was asked, ended up asking me if I was looking for a female submissive. So it actually kind of came full circle. But I met her that night as I was being kicked out. But yeah, so I, I, I do think it, it's, a, it's a safe space for everyone at the end of the day. This was just some random asshole who. So I, I think honestly, the BDSM scene, if, if you are going to, if you're new to the BDSM scene, Berlin is the best place for you. If you're professional, Berlin is the best place for you. Because, and I'll break that down. So if you're new, Berlin has so many easy entry points. You can go out, and I'm just saying, we've talked about these parties, but you could go out to Kit Kat on a random night, or you could go to, you know, a party. And you can, you don't have to participate. You can watch, you can observe, you can talk to people, you can flirt. Obviously, there's levels to that. So there's other parties and there's other things that you could go to do. You know, and if you're a professional um, or, or sort of pro, then I think there's even higher end events. So, you know, there's Torture Garden, there's, you know, uh, Club Bervoten, where you can even go and really sort of explore more in that. And I think Berlin is so good is that um, the this female submissive that I talked about, she told me, she wrote me actually over the, the Christmas break that she had gone to Gagan. And that she was like, all I wanted was like a good flogging. 
And she was like, and I went, she's like, and me being German, she's like, I went. And I was like, and I was there at two exactly. He's like, only to be told that all the professionals ended at two. So I couldn't get my flogging. So now I have to go into the new year unpunished. But basically I thought that story was like true. So I think, you know, it, it's, you have to navigate it, but everything is here um, for you, which is, I think what makes this, uh, I like to call Berlin the, an island of misfit toys. You know, I think everybody in Berlin is here for a reason. Um, and I think whatever that reason is, you can find it, you know, here. Whether it's a sexual reason, whether it's a playful reason, um, I think it, it exists here. And I think people are open and honest enough in Berlin um, to really do that. And I think they come here with an, they might not come here with an open mind, um, but they come here hoping to find that place of open-mindedness. Okay, well, I do have a, a secret a secret sort of fantasy. I think, um, you know how they have morning talk shows? So either on the radio, you know, like when you get up in the morning, there's always that drive time. So there's people who are from like 5 to like 9, you know, like, yeah, yeah this is Kiss FM, and you know, or on television, you know, they have like the morning talk show. So I do have a secret confession that after I got sort of older, I didn't realize that was a profession. Because had I, I think broadcast journalism, I would have loved. I would have. I, I would have so loved too. to be on the radio. Yeah. Um. Because like I, I like that. And you know, you don't have to see on television as well. But I, I like talking to people. Yeah. So. No. Let's do this again. We oh, do absolutely. This again. We so, do next topic next time. But I, I, I would. Yeah. So no, I would say I would love to bring the slaves. <gasps> I, Let's do that. I would love to. We're doing to. it. I would love to. 2023, now sometime, whenever they're <laughs> in town. Let's. We have now come to the part of the podcast where if you're a Patreon, you'll get to listen to the extra material where we speak about how Q got to start out women. Yes, you heard me right. This is a hella fun conversation. And if you're interested, go to patreon.com slash playful magazine. This was it for Playful Podcast this week, but please follow, subscribe, and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.